This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome to the show on this beautiful Tuesday morning. Who doesn't love a Tuesday? Who doesn't love a Tuesday? Not me. I love. There's nothing special about it. Love Tuesdays. You know why? Why? Because we're almost to Wednesday. And I'm, Wednesday's halfway to Friday. So there's that. I'm going to hear this, and then I'm going to come with you with this. Okay. People like to be like, oh, tequilas and taco Tuesday. Yeah. First of all, I can't remember the last time we went for tequilas and tacos mm-hmm. on a Tuesday. I, right. We say it. Sure. Haven't been. Mm-hmm. Number two, can't have te- tacos and tequila because I'm on a cleanse right now. Oh, she's just dying to tell us. She's been on a cleanse for one day, y'all. It's going to get real fun here Honey, in the you, When you do a cleanse, I love it. You saw the video. I love it. You know the cleanse worked. The cleanse did We're work. We're back at it again. <laughs> but all I want is tacos and tequila. <laughs> I don't know how you go a week without eating food. Yeah, I know. <laughs> no answer. You don't either. You just I don't. Know. You just do it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what they say though. I actually feel, and this will sound crazy. I woke up this morning feeling more energized. I didn't feel like this the first round of cleanse. I felt really bad the first round. This cleanse, I actually feel more energized because they say with the cleanse that you do with the cayenne pepper and the lemon and the syrup. You're talking master cleanse, like old school. Master cleanse, mm-hmm. old school. But it's also a good time. It's as if you would fast for seven days or do a water fast for seven days. It also puts you in a really spiritual place. And I feel like uh, the first round, I got so much clarity on like the sixth day. I feel good today. I'm going to be a, a bitch on the fifth day. But today, <laughs> I, f- I feel a little bit different. I used to not understand why people would do like spiritual fasts. But I see where the clarity comes from. Mm. Have you ever done it? No. I tried to do a juice cleanse one time with my mother. I flew home and she happened to be doing a juice cleanse. And so I had a green juice for breakfast as my for day one. And 10 minutes later, I hid in the back crackers. room and I ate a sleeve of crackers. I know that because I hear that so deeply. And I've told that story 22 times. It's not that. It's just that I love saltine crackers. And so I, I immediately, here's my problem. The second you tell me I can't have anything, I... it's all I no. want. I swear when I know that I can have it, there's n- I don't want it. No, my family came to town this weekend, and I think I gained 10 pounds. They were here for four days, and, of course, I revert back to it's my big sister, so I get all the things that I think that she would like that we liked growing up, and I all the, all the snacks and all the yummies, and I want to take her to all of my favorite restaurants, and we did nonstop all weekend long. We finished brunch. We had brunch at Soho House on Sunday. Like It's the most fancy brunch ever. Like Everything is like super, super delicious, right? Then we drove to the valley so that she could experience for the first time the hot sign at Krispy Kreme. 
So cute. I mean, we, and this is after I ate about three or four desserts at brunch. Yeah, no joke. So I, I, cleanses aren't really for me. I would love to. I think I should try someday. Maybe I'll add add it to my bucket list. Add it to your bucket. You know, it's so cute. I know we have to actually do news, um, but the fact that you took your sister to the hot sign at Krispy Kremes, Mm. the best memory, one of the best memories I have of my papa, my grandpa, was that he used to just take me on adventures. I was the only girl. So he would say, come on, let's go. So I got into his truck one time and we were in Vegas and I must have been about like six or seven and we drove, it felt so far away and we got there and it was a donut shop and we went in and they were so hot, these delicious donuts and we got in his car and I ate the donut, it was so good and then I was like, oh Papa, I need a, a, like a muppet, like I need like a napkin and he um, went under his car and pulled out like the thing that he used to change his oil with and he handed me that, and that's what I wipe my hands with, which is like this dirty oil rag with sticky fingers. But my papa always wanted me to like try everything, mm-hmm. and so I got to try my first Krispy Kremes with my papa. Aww. It is a moment. It's an experience. Wait a one-up me, Michaela. No. 6.10 a.m. No. That's really, really sweet. He gave me a dirty oil rag. It's not like well, he really that. went up There's yet. that. <laughs> All right, let's do some news on the beat. <laughs> All right, seven openly LGBTQ candidates running for state house or Senate seats in Florida have won their primaries, advancing to November's general election, where voters will decide whether to triple LGBTQ representation in the state legislature. Florida's legislature made national headlines in January when state Republicans introduced the parental rights in education bill to restrict public school teachers' ability to engage in classroom instruction related to sexual orientation and gender identity should they defeat their Republican opponents in November. LGBTQ plus representation in the state legislature will triple in the nation's renewed fight over LGBTQ plus rights. Florida has been at the helm enacting a slate of controversial policies that affect how LGBTQ plus young people talk about their identities at school and restrict how they can access health care or play sports. All right, let's get into a little bit of weather. It's going to be a high of, what is it, fall? A high of 114 in La Quinta, not anytime soon, 79 in Cleveland, 77 in Buffalo, 90 in Atlanta, 89 in Miami, 115 in Palm Springs, 110 in Vegas, 87 in New York, 84 in L.A. Now give us a vibe of the day. The way to move out of judgment is to move into gratitude. Yeah, just be grateful, guys. Somebody's going to be really grateful to you if you uh, win these tickets I'm about to tell you about. Because the one and only Diana Ross is coming to the Win Las Vegas uh, for a short residency, September 21st to October 1st. And we want to send you, here's what you could win. Airfare for two, a two-night hotel stay at the Win Las Vegas, plus front seats, like front 10 rows. That, these are expensive, expensive seats. We want you to be in the first 10 rows to see Diana Ross Gorgeous. at the win in Las Vegas. Head over to wearechannelq.com right now. Enter for your chance to win. The Morning Beat with AJ Gibson and Michaela Gordon. Channel Q. Can you tell just by looking at someone if they're intelligent? Mm. Like, are there any things you look for and like, oh, they must be smart. They they do this or they wear this or no. they, they act this way. No. Eyeglasses? Mm-mm. You, every time you put on eyeglasses, you tell us you look like a smart girl. I do, a smart but guy. I do, but it doesn't mean I am. So I don't take like people that wear glasses. Ca- have you ever caught yourself? I do. I, I see people with glasses. I'm like, oh, Vanessa has glasses. She must be smart. I wear, I wear, 
I wear nerd glasses all the time without the lens because I have 20-20 vision. But I think it makes me look smarter. Yeah, I think we used to because we used to like stereotype nerds to wear glasses. Mm. But in 2022, no. Because also people wear fake glasses all the time. Number one. And number two, no. Like I, I can't I can't pin up well, a really brilliant person. You'd be right because a study in 2018 of 300,000 people found that there is uh, some relationship between nearsightedness and intelligence. However... Uh, they were quick to remind us that the correlation does not imply causation. So, yeah, are some people who wear glasses smart? Sure. But a lot of people, a lot of users went on here and said, responded to this article, said, hey, I wear glasses and I'm an idiot. So it's not. <laughs> but I feel like historically, glasses are one of those things that we think of generally like, oh, they must be smart. They wear glasses. Turns out uh, that what actually is an indicator of intelligence in other people is their their empathy, their compassion, uh, and oftentimes how much they speak up or don't speak up. Yeah, I agree with that. Because really opinionated people, and I, I'm nervous because I tend to be opinionated, but I can also be the other things too. Opinionated people tend to be a little bit less intelligent according to psychologists, according to the study, because it says that if you can have empathy and compassion for other people and what they're going through and you can put yourself in their shoes and think about what it must be like to be them, you're definitely at a higher level of intelligence. And if you feel like you need to always be the one to say something as opposed to sitting back and listening, that's a that's an indicator that you're not as intelligent as you might think you are. Mm-hmm. Fascinating. Yeah, I see that, though. And I think it's so smart. Because I think that, uh, yeah, like when I wear glasses, like all of us, I'd be like, oh, yeah, look how smart I look. Mm-hmm. But um, whenever my husband and I play Professor Gibson, which is his favorite game, obviously, to do, every now and then I have to wear glasses. It's obviously. It's part of my look. It's part of my costume. Hello. So, and I think it's because it makes me seem uh, more intelligent and like I'm in charge. Totally. So I get it. But I do think that the emotional intelligence, how they're saying where you have to show compassion, it takes so much mental brain power to control your emotions, to really see where the other person is coming and from, to, not react. to take the higher road, mm. all of those things. Yeah, I think that shows way more intelligence. Do you imagine how boring our show would be if we always just kept our thoughts to ourselves? Can you imagine? Well, no, we, we get here, paid to be we opinionated. We sit here and don't talk. And it would just start, well, I'm like, what do you think? What do you <laughs> it is, think? It is interesting, though, because if you look at, not, not to get political for a moment, but I'm going to, uh, if you look at what's going on in our country right now and you see, like, Republicans in very conservative states having so much judgment for anything other than what they're norm- they're used to, uh, minorities, uh, queer people, trans people, whatever it is, right? They have all these judgments, and it's always, like, the most idiotic argument against everybody who's not cis, white, and straight, Right. right. But you also look at the states that vote Republican, and they have the worst school systems in the entire country and the highest illiteracy rates by far in the Republican states. Yeah. So I I see that. I see the correlation. They're not book smart, but they're also not that empathetic or compassionate towards other people. Right. They just want to judge everybody. Yeah. And I think that there's a way that you can make your point. We're better and smarter than everybody. I guess that's We're Democrats and we're homos. So so that's the takeaway, ladies and gentlemen. That's that's what I just learned. <laughs> Good morning, Beat. Channel Q. 
Welcome back to the Morning Beat. It's time for our first round of What's Poppin' Today. Michaela Gordon, what do you have for us? Okay, well, I love this so much. I love Lance Bass. We've had him on the show multiple times. We see him out in West Hollywood. He's just a doll. But Danielle Fischel was one of my favorites. Topanga, if you remember her best. She was so beautiful and fabulous. But what a lot of people don't know is something that she just announced on her podcast, Pod Meets World. Uh, She said, Lance and I are actually working on a movie about our love story and about our prom experience. I dated Lance for about a year while I was on Boy Meets World. It was my senior year and Lance came with me to my high school prom. Um, I think that's so cute. And I think that that's a very um, normal story, especially in the 90s. It's sort of like their pre-coming out story and... You know, we find out that, like, obviously, Daniel Fischel is not Lance's type in the end, but they've remained friends for all of these years. And I I think it's so cute. She does say that she had envisioned their future. She said, I held on for hope for way too long that we were going to get back together and get married and have a family. Lance and I had a hotel room booked and I had a vision for what that night was going to be. Lance was very nervous about what my vision for that night was going to be. Um, so I think it'll be some sort of rom-com as well with a serious message behind it. I think it's precious. I love it. I love it too. I think it's super, super relatable. And how many of us have girlfriends from back in the day who maybe uh, were interested in us at, uh, to some degree and we were kind of confused about where what we felt about them. Yeah. And then fast forward 10, 20 years, you're, you're actually BFFs and you've made it through, you know, the relationship in a different way than you expected. Totally. Uh, well, then maybe she expected. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I love it. I, all my girlfriends fall in love with me. You've been trying to sleep with me for years. Oh my God, I knew Every morning you hit on me. So maybe we should do a rom-com about how you, at 34, still trying to jump me at 42. <laughs> you're an idiot. There it is. <laughs> The Morning Beat with A.J. Gibson and Michaela Gordon. Channel Q. That's right. You're listening to The Morning Beat, and we're glad you're here, just so you know. Yeah. In case somebody hasn't told you yet today or this week, we love you, we appreciate you, mm-hmm. and we're here for you. Yes, we are. Um, that There there are limitations to that, though, of course. Like, Boundaries. I don't really want you to like reach out to me and unload on me or anything like that. Amen. However, I am here for you, in theory. And in DMs. And we're best friends. Amen. But again, I don't want to be best friends in real life. No, no. Not necessarily. Maybe with some of you. Some. Michaela, for sure. Okay, yes. Vanessa, I usually like you a lot. Love. My friend Tank is full. Yeah. I've got two already. Hear that. Boundaries, babe. Boundaries. <laughs> no. We're all friends here at The Morning Beat. We love uh, that you spend your day with us every single morning. You start off your day uh, listening to our show, and it means the world to us. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Absolutely. Um. Let's talk about this for a moment because I was looking up a friend recently on social media and I couldn't find her. And my mom said, oh, she's a teacher. She doesn't use her real name. She uses her first name and then like a made up name. So students can't find her. Good. I was like, oh, is that a thing? She's like, oh, yeah, all teachers do that. And I was like, oh, wow. It's been a while since I've been around like children and and teachers and schools and things like that. Right. Uh, But apparently it's really, really common. Uh do the lives of teachers need to be known to the parents of the students? We're going to talk about it. It's a tricky Coming one. That's 12, a tricky one. In about 12 minutes, and I think we actually have a mother, a uh, mother of two, as mother a matter of fact, two. who's going to be calling in uh, to share her thoughts. Yeah. This one's going to hit close to home. She's your sister-in-law. Yes, she is. And she's in a really weird uh, 
situation because my brother has left for the army, so she's mm-hmm. basically a single mom, mm-hmm. and she's got a first grader and another babe in high in middle school, and um, she's extra cautious with just how the world is. Wait, Natalia is in first grade. Yeah. Whoa. I know. Is she six now? She's going to be six September 10th. Oh, she's young. She's young for her grade. Yeah, she is. Because I was six in like kindergarten, I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know. She's young. But also, can you really judge what a teacher does when we don't have any teachers to begin with? Right. It's a sticky situation, one that she's been really concerned about. They're all leaving. We're asking them to work for nothing and also have no life outside of work. Right. It's a lot. It's a lot. We're talking about it this hour. Right now, though, it's time to get into some news on the beat. All right. Well, the annual straight pride gathering in Modesto, California, turned violent for the second year in a row. And instead of arresting the Proud Boys who started the fray, police shot into the crowd of protesters with pepper balls and beanbags. The event was held outside of a Planned Parenthood clinic and the group of far-right militia members and hate preachers was vastly outnumbered by counter-protesters. This is the fourth time the group has held the event. The group uses the opportunity to hurl racist and anti-LGBTQ slurs at passerby and protesters while soaking up the local media and police attention. Two counter-protesters were arrested by the end of the scuffle. One proud boy was arrested. All three were charged with failure to disperse. What exactly are these boys proud of? I don't know, like, babe. What are I, they I proud don't know. of? I don't Can you imagine? Let's just paint this picture for a moment. That every single morning you wake up and your first and only concern is who do I hate? Who do I hate? And how am I going to try to make their lives a little bit more miserable today? Yeah. So that I can feel better about myself and my small life. Bizarre. It's just weird to me that, that people even wake up thinking that way. Totally. If I wake up in like a little bit of a bummer mood and I'm like upset with myself, it throws my whole day off. I got to I gotta be a happy guy. Yeah. I got to support people. I got to love on people and feel loved back. I just can't imagine living in that world. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. I agree. All right, another news. Children's National Hospital has become the target of threatening phone calls, email messages, and social media postings. After a widely read far-right Twitter account known as Libs of TikTok posted an incorrect report claiming the hospital routinely performs hysterectomies on transgender patients under the age of 18, Libs of TikTok founder Chaya Rachik included posting audio recordings of two children's National Hospital telephone operators who the hospital says incorrectly stated that a trans boy as young as 16 would be eligible for a hysterectomy. We do not and have never provided gender-affirming surgery for anyone under the age of 18. According to an email statement the hospital's media office sent to the Washington Blade, in fact, in D.C., you cannot perform a hysterectomy in a minor without a court order, the statement said. Yeah, maybe know the information, know the facts before you start trying to condemn something. Where? All right, let's get into some weather. It's going to be a high of 83 in L.A., 87 in New York, a high of 110 in Vegas, 115 in Palm Springs, 86 in Houston, 67 in San Francisco, 77 in Buffalo, 115 in Cathedral City, and 88 in Dallas. The way to move out of judgment is to move into gratitude. I think that's the part where you wanted me to say a vibe, yeah? Yeah, I did, babe. Okay, fair enough. And thank you for that. Well, this is also a vibe. All right, she's coming out, and she wants you to come out, too, to support her. We're talking about Diana Ross, the one and only. She's got a short residency in Las Vegas, Michaela's hometown, September 21st to October 1st. Why should you care? Well, for a lot of reasons. One, because she's the queen. Hello. But also because you could be going. 
we're going to give away two tickets. Uh, and we're also going to cover airfare for two and a two-night hotel stay at the Wynn Las Vegas. It's super swanky, super bougie, super nice. I've stayed there. You're going to love it. Also, these tickets aren't just like, we're not talking nosebleed seats. We're talking front 10 rows. First 10 rows. Those oh, are expensive yeah. seats. This is a really huge giveaway. We're super excited about it. Diana Ross was at the Hollywood Bowl this weekend. All my friends who saw her said she's just phenomenal, and I'm so jealous I was not there. Now, but you can be there in Vegas. Uh, so go ahead and head over to wearechannelq.com. Enter for your chance to win. You can always buy tickets at Ticketmaster.com if you want to as well. Um, maybe also just take a chance at winning some. Yeah. And then sell the other tickets. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Absolutely. All right, coming up, this story hits personal as my sister-in-law, who is a mother, calls in. Do parents need to know everything about their teachers? We'll talk to her coming up in seven minutes. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Good morning, Beat. Channel Q. Now, I'm all for parents. You take an active role in the lives of their children, right? You want to make sure, especially once you send them out, out into the world, whether it be to like a daycare or to school eventually, that the people that are uh, nurturing them, molding them and keeping them safe are good people. Yes. On the other hand, we have a major teacher shortage because they are underpaid and undervalued and expected to raise children oftentimes. Mm -hmm. So how do you balance it all? Is it okay to, for instance, check on your child's uh, teacher like check their social media you find out okay she's going to second grade this year i want to see what her teacher's like on social media right is it okay to stalk them is that ethical or not uh we're actually going to be joined right now by your sister-in-law sharia uh who is a mother of two sharia thank you so much for joining us how are you hello sister um hello sister i'm great good morning guys well let's talk about this a little bit because you actually have kids uh who are in school and and I'm sure that this is something you've thought about or maybe you've even done. What's your take on this? So, you know, I have one in middle school and then I have one in elementary. So I haven't ever, I'm not the mom that usually goes and searches it out or anything, but I did when I posted, you know, like the fun little back to school photos with her teacher, I had friends that knew her. So of course they tagged her. 
And I was like, oh, did I click the link? Yes. <laughs> was I going to? I mean, but I wasn't going to be holding it overhead. I think it's normal. I mean, look at today's society. I mean, look at we check. Employers are checking for employees. They're checking for potential employees. We're checking for partners. We're checking for friends. Like, I think it's kind of normal to search people. Mm. So I wouldn't call it quite cyber stalking if you do a quick check because let's face it, like our world is crazy and people do not always have the best intentions as much as we would love to think so. But am I going to go to some teacher's page and see her drinking a glass of wine and be like, Oh girl, no, it's literally the hardest job on the planet. I think Mm. I love my kids and I think I'm a decent mom. I could never be a teacher. Ever. Same. Yes. (laughs) Never. Because it's just so hard and you're raising all, I mean, and like you said, you brought up a good point. A lot of people do expect teachers to raise their kids and that's literally not their job. So I do, I think it's a bad thing to search them. Not necessarily. I mean, I think if you're checking their page daily or something, that's weird. Like that's not okay. (laughs) Like I feel like there's a fine line and like, I'm sure there's people that cross it, but I think it's natural to want to know who your children are around all the time. And I think, you know, that's not unhealthy, but I also don't think that we should, if you look at their page, they're literally, they're adults, they're human. Well, I love one thing that you do do. I I knew that you're going to have that perspective because we've had this conversation quite a bit. What you do search, which I really appreciate, is just your own children and their iPads and what they're looking at. I think that's that's the key. Yes, and I think hundred percent. You turn it in, and you've had to have the conversation with your kids, as most moms, to be like, "Hey, can't do this, can't say this, can't do that," which is more in your control as a parent, right? Yes, of course. You know, and I think that it's it's such a hard listen. Parenting today is not. It's so different with all of the the internet and the technology and all the things that evil people really do hide and use, unfortunately. But I think it's important to maybe not shelter them, but monitor because they are children. They can't, you know, they're not going to always have the best judgment. I know myself at that age and as much as I would love to say I was the most brilliant and, you know, I made all the best choices. Uh, no, I didn't. Yeah, you and me both. None of us did. I was a pretty good. I was a pretty good student, but I was a handful. I know I was. I used to get sat. I know. I used to get sat in the hallway in Immaculate Conception Elementary School uh, by Sister Martha <laughs> and told that I talked too much and I needed to sit in the hallway so that my voice wasn't so loud in the classroom. I mean, that's listen. Kind of, it paid off, didn't it? <laughs> yeah, here it I paid am. Off. Here I am, yeah. Sister Martha. I think she's been dead for thirty years. Wait, I do want to go back to this point though because I think you made a good one. Parenting is so different now than it was ever. And I I actually think it's not something that we think about quite often. How do you keep up with the constant change in parenting with social media, with going back to the school in the pandemic, with now trying to send your children homeschooling? Like, what are some of the things that you've done that have been helpful for you? You know, I think it's just being, you know, it's been a great resource, TikTok and things like that, because you know, all these parents are talking about things they're experiencing with their kids. So surprisingly, I find out a lot, like, you know, there's different games that they play and there's different rooms in these games and all these crazy things, you know, some that, you know, my daughter plays and she's young, but 
I'm very, you know, and my kids might not like it. And some parents might think I'm super strict and that's okay. I'm not, I'm not bothered by that, but I think it's important that I'm monitoring, you know, what they're doing, who they're talking to, having those conversations about why I'm doing it. So they're not just feeling like I'm invading their privacy or I don't trust them. It's not a, it's not an, I don't trust them. It's an, I don't trust some people. people. Mm. I will say before we let you go, you did a really good thing. And I'm just going to have this brag moment because you're my sister and I don't care. My <laughs> niece was having a meltdown the other day. She's five years old. She'll be six. And she's having a hard time. She misses my brother, Sharia's husband, her dad. He's been in the army. So she had a meltdown. So Sharia was taking video and sending it to me. We were like having the conversation because it's so difficult. And she went over to Natalia and she said, um, Tal, I want you to close your eyes and I want you to imagine that you're in a pool and at the deep end is this fire with all of your anger and then on the shallow side, that's where you're cool and you're calm and I want you to swim over to the shallow side where it's cool and it's calm. And Natalia, five years old, in her mind, swam over to the cool, calm end and the the crying and everything was over. She got into her bath like she was supposed to and it was a beautiful night. So... She's teaching her babies how to meditate. I love that. Obviously, I love you as a parent. Thank you so much for calling into this show and talking with us and giving us your take. Well, I love you guys. I hope you have a great morning. Thanks, girlfriend. You too. I'll text you in a minute. (laughs) Be morning. Be channel Q. Just out here breaking these chains of love. No big deal. Mm -hmm. Uh, This is a really fascinating conversation. Um, what would you think if you were going out with your friends on the weekend and found out that the bar you wanted to go to, let's say you're 25, 26, 27 years old, the bar you're going to has an age limit, 30 and over only on Friday and Saturday nights. Is that problematic or are you living your best life? No, let them let them have their life. Listen, in my early 20s, I would have been like, that's crazy. That's discriminatory. <laughs> of course. Now at almost 35, I'm like, I love it. Open the doors. But here's why I think it's a good idea. If it's discrimination, <laughs> fine. But <laughs> I think that social media has changed so much for so many people. TikTok has changed for so many people. I am 34 and I feel like I stay as current as possible. I have a new album coming out, so I try to stay really like up on what the coolest thing is with Gen Z and TikTok. But the truth is, it's very, very different. The conversations are very, very different, even between 30s and 40-year-olds. And I think that it's like a kind of safe space for 30 and over because most of my friends that are 30 and over have children, they're married, it's a big deal to go out on a Friday night, they get all ready, and then they get to a bar where there's a bunch of, like, 21-year-olds talking, like, euphoria. They don't understand it. Like, they just want to go well, have a couple drinks. Maybe they could watch Euphoria then so they could understand it a bit better. No, I hear They I, don't I, like I, it. I hear what you're saying logically. I think this is the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. Uh, this actually happened to a pair of TikTokers here in Los Angeles just recently. And they're over the age of 21 and they tried to go to a bar and realized we're not allowed in because we're not 30 or older. That's weird. And here's why I think it's weird. It opens up so many things. What's happening in our country scares me right now. We're dividing. We're dividing into our little tribes over and over and over and over and over again and deciding not to surround ourselves with people that are not exactly like us. It happens on social media. It happens when we vote politically. It happens in every sort of argument that comes up. 
We retreat into our little corner. And what happens is you only surround yourself by people who are just like you and think like you and talk like you and act like you. And that's concerning for two reasons for me. First and foremost, you're not going to grow as a human if you're not around people who challenge you and who are different from you and make you maybe feel uncomfortable from time to time. Secondly, um, it, it it makes it easier to judge other people that are not like us. So like as as funny as it is to be like, ah, 21-year-olds year, one are idiots. And I kind of think no, they are. No, I don't think they are. I think they're actually quite brilliant. The way they run social media, the so, way that they okay. stand up for this, I love that. So what if then next, the bar, your favorite bar you try to go to and they say, oh, you have to be under 30 to come. Between 21 and 30 only. Is that because because if we're going to allow 30 and over only, you also they could be we have to be 21 to 25 to come here. And that's it. You're not allowed in. Well, it's not every day. It's Friday. It was a Friday, a Friday and a Saturday and a every Saturday. Friday and Saturday, every single weekend night. That's, Honestly, that's, that's I, when adults go out. I think it's OK because I don't think it's divisive. And I think that we live you and I a very privileged life. We live in West Hollywood. We sure. don't have children. We work for a gay station. We get to go out, do whatever we want. But I hang want. out with 22 year olds when I go to WeHo and I hang out with 60 year olds. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But, because I'm a well-rounded adult and I'm OK with that. Yeah. But I don't think that's fair to put on everybody else. And I do think that 30 and over is not a regular 30 and over, especially coming out of the pandemic. TikTok is interesting. And listen, I love 21-year-olds. I had them in my video. I love them. The conversations are very different. And they just are. They uh, have really great things to say, but they are young. So and you the, try to go the to generation the, is different. You try to go to the Olive Garden on a Friday night, and they tell you you're too old. You're okay with that. They're not saying you're too old. They're saying they're too young. Well, but but Pay if, your dues, if one is allowed, the other will have to be allowed as well. That's what I'm saying. If we allow this, the 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 converse is also true. They could all if they can legally say you have to be 30 or older, they could also say you have to be younger than 30. And that's the thing that concerns me. No, I don't think so. I think it can be 30 and up and 21-year-olds can pay their dues like everybody else. <laughs> the Morning Beat with AJ and Michaela. Channel Q. A little bit of support coming for our trans brothers and sisters from an unexpected place. Michaela, what do you have for us? What's popping? Okay, this is really interesting. So through a very long world, I did a show called Gone Country with John Rich, and I was immersed for a moment into the country world, and I loved it. I did understand how homophobic and transphobic I guess it was, but I was really young and um, it wasn't so much in the forefront. But I had an opportunity to meet Jason Aldean. I've met his makeup artist that still continues to do their makeup. We follow each other on Instagram and I think she's a nice lady. However, everything is taking a turn. Jason Aldean's wife posted a photo, Brittany Curaldine, where she uh, was showing off how she looks and the caption said, I'd really like to thank my parents for not changing my gender when I went through my tomboy phase. I love this girly life. So then Jason Aldean responding with a laughing emoji saying LMAO. Yeah, because you and I wouldn't have worked out. So, of course, country singers started taking a stand. Cassidy Pope made a tweet. You'd think celebs with beauty brands would see the positives in including LGBTQ plus people in their messaging. But instead, here we are hearing someone compare their tomboy face to someone wanting to transition real nice. Marin Morris went on to drag uh, Brittany Kerr as well, only to be met with Candace Owens, who said, 
It's easier to not castrate your children, but I guess whatever helps sell bad records. Maren Morris then responded to her, Oh my God, not you. My Grammy is positively sobbing right now. Also, why do y'all always go to castration and pedophiles to try and shut an argument down? It's honestly concerning and worth looking into. However, she did also go on to tell Brittany Kerr, uh, it's so easy to like not be a scumbag human. Sell your clip-ins and zip it, Insurrection Barbie. Mm, uh, wow. I, first of all, that's love... That's a clap back. Ooh, that's a good one. I love Maren Morris. I've loved Maren Morris for forever. She's always been an ally. She's very unique. Mm-hmm. She's not been totally accepted into the country world the way that other stars have uh, because she's very outspoken and she's very much for the people. And she's not blonde. And she's not blonde. <laughs> but she's done very, very well and has made her mark in the country world. And I'm happy that she's clapping back. And I'm happy that Cassidy Pope is saying something. Listen, the country world is changing and I love it so much. I love... I've interviewed Maren Morris many times, and she is fantastic. She's very, very, very kind. I've also interviewed Cassidy Pope. She's very kind. It's interesting to see this younger generation um, and how they are changing with the Brothers Osborne, T.J. Osborne coming out as gay. Yeah. And, and my good friend Lindsay L. who's blowing up. She was on tour with Shania Twain recently, and she was performing on New York's, uh, in New York City on Fox and Friends. And for like a 4th of July thing, and she's actually Canadian, so it's weird they asked her. But she went out there and she started off by uh, making a, like a speech against uh, taking away women's rights in, in support of you know abortion rights and, and women's health care. And the Fox and Friends hosts looked gagged. They were uh-huh. like, oh my God, this is live. What's happening? Uh-huh. She's a country artist. We expected her to be you know, a Republican. And very much not so. Love so it. So the, the industry, the country music world is changing slowly, but surely. Absolutely. All right. Coming up, can cats predict the weather? Our veterinarian, Doc Halligan, joins us to tell us if we should be looking at our cats coming up next. The Morning Beat with AJ Gibson and Michaela Gordon. Channel Q. Can cats predict the weather? We're going to get an answer to that question here in about 15 minutes, right? Uh, Also, do you ever just take a little time, set aside a little money to treat yourself? And if so, uh, does the amount of money you spend on yourself actually indicate how much happiness you're going to get out of that treat? Mm. It's important to take care of ourselves. We're talking about that this hour. And we're also going to treat a lucky listener. Because uh, if you listen to our show, you know that we we like to do giveaways. And recently, we were running a contest to give away uh, tickets to go see Ben Platt in Orlando, Florida, October 6th. We're covering round-trip airfare for two, a two-night hotel stay, $200 gift card, and two VIP passes to see Ben Platt. He's phenomenal. Yes. Allie and AJ are opening for him. It's going to be an awesome, awesome night. This hour in What's Poppin', we're going to call one lucky listener and give away those tickets. Can't- I it's my favorite thing to do. Cannot wait. It is my favorite thing to do as well. Plus, I get so excited, and it's nice to know that people are listening. Does it make you feel a little bit like Oprah? Yeah, I do. Like, you get a car, and you get a oh, car. serving Oprah mm-hmm. all day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Can you imagine if we could give away a car? 
Goodbye. I, I would think, drive. I would be so excited that I would be like, "Can I drive the car to them?" Yeah, mm-hmm. and then you run just it as keep, well. You keep driving off into the sunset. <laughs> how, how that bye would play bye. out. I'd pick them up first, but I'd be, I'd still drive. You'd still be maybe riding shotgun in their in their car. They just want their own car. <laughs> well, I think we have to get better ratings to start giving away cars. So. Great. So keep listening. Tell your friends and family, and maybe someday it'll happen. Amen. <laughs> you want to do some news on the beat? Absolutely. All right. Well. uh... On Sunday in Belgrade, a massive rally took over the Serbian capital, protesting a pan-European pride event that had already been canceled. The march was led by the Serbian Orthodox Church and joined by a collection of right-wing hate groups and pro-Russian nationalists. Bishops warned the event was a threat to traditional family values. Yeah, we're terrifying. I know. All right. In other news, uh, seven openly LGBTQ candidates running for state, House or Senate seats in Florida have won their primaries, advancing to November's general election, where voters will decide whether to triple LGBTQ plus representation in the state legislature. Florida's legislature made national headlines in January when state Republicans introduced the parental rights and education bill to restrict public school teachers' ability to engage in classroom instruction related to sexual orientation and gender identity. Should they defeat the Republican opponents in November, LGBTQ plus representation in the state legislature will triple. In the nation's renewed fight over LGBTQ plus rights, Florida has been at the helm, enacting a slate of controversial policies that affect how LGBTQ plus young people talk about their identities at school and restrict how they can access health care or play sports. All right, the annual straight pride gathering in Modesto, California, turned violent for the second year in a row. And instead of arresting the Proud Boys who started the fray, police shot into the crowd of protesters with pepper balls and beanbags. The event was held outside of a Planned Parenthood clinic and the group of far-right militia members and hate preachers was vastly outnumbered by counter-protesters. This is the fourth time the group has held the event. The group uses the opportunity to hurl racist and anti-LGBTQ plus slurs at passerby and protesters while soaking up the local media and police attention. Two counter-protesters were arrested by the end of the scuffle. One proud boy was arrested. All three were charged with failure to disperse. Well, I've got a developing story, a developing story coming out of Jackson, Mississippi. It's the capital of Mississippi. Uh, they have they've had some water issues for years. Apparently, their entire water system in the, the entire city not working right now. <gasps> They're shipping no. in all sorts of bottled water and trying to help the citizens there. So we'll keep an eye on that story. And if there are more developments, we'll d- definitely let you know. That's crazy. You got to think what kind of damage A that could city? do. Factories and businesses. It's something as simple as water that we take for granted every single day. And, and many parts, I work with the Thirst Project every single year. And I, I do the fundraising portion of their gala and raise hundreds of thousands of dollars for wells all over the world. And, and primarily they focus on you know African nations, Botswana, Eswatini, a lot of like what we might consider third world countries, right? Who don't have potable drinking water. Uh, here in the United States, to happen in the major city, in the capital city of a state, pretty wild stuff. Yeah, it's wild. So we'll keep an eye on the story. Absolutely. All right, let's get into weather. A high of 88 in Dallas today, 115 in La Quinta, 79 in Cleveland, 90 in Atlanta, 67 in San Francisco, 87 in Houston, 110 in Vegas, 86 in New York, and 87 in in LA now give us a vibe of the day the way to move out of judgment is to move in to gratitude 
Just be grateful. Yeah. Such good advice. All right, coming up, can cats predict the weather? We're going to be joined by celebrity veterinarian Doc Halligan to have that conversation coming up in seven minutes. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. The Morning Beat with A.J. Gibson and Michaela Gordon. Channel Q. Welcome back to the show. Uh, a pressing question we tasked you with considering a few moments ago. Can cats actually predict the weather? Some people think that they can. Uh, my dog can only predict somebody knocking at the door after they've knocked at the door. He howls and barks now ridiculously, which is a whole new thing. Great. Um, but cats... Let's focus on cats for a minute. Can they predict the weather? I believe Here to they answer can. that question and others is our celebrity veterinarian, Doc Halligan. Doc, how are you? Hey, good morning. What's this talk about cats predicting the weather? <laughs> well, wait, can I just wait. say, Doc, because I know we're not going to yeah, be able to talk wait. about dogs. Rocco Man shakes to death before it starts to rain. Okay. Hours okay. before it starts to rain. Now, I don't know what that is, but mm-hmm. he's terrified of the rain. Mm-hmm. So he, like, can predict it coming. So I believe that my dog is a weatherman. That, well, that's it. You know, it's funny. You're, it's funny because <laughs> la, uh, alpacas and llamas can predict the earthquakes. They actually go to the center of the paddock and kneel together. And during the tsunami that happened, um, none of the animals died because they all sensed the change and they all went, you know, went away from the water. So wow. there is some accuracy to animals being able to perceive changes in um, weather because they have acute senses. They have, you know, they uh, cats can can hear four times better than us and they can smell uh, about 14 times better than us. And so they do 
feel vibrational changes and things. And certain cats, especially if the cats are outside, they could probably sense upcoming weather changes. So, you know, some cats would probably be a little bit smarter than others and figure it out. But, I, you know, I would say pay attention. If your cat does something unique every time before a big storm or something, pay attention to that because I, I think there is some truth to it. So the, the saying, it's raining cats and dogs... Uh, should probably be altered a little bit. It's raining because of cats and dogs. Like we know, it's really yeah, interesting. But- is is it what is it? Do you think that's different about animals and humans? Do you think that we are so distracted by so many mm-hmm. human things that maybe we're not as mm-hmm. in tune with the earth or the environment? And animals are just they're a little bit more connected. Well, like don't your animals know? Like when my sister in law was staying here, she's like the cats knew right before you were coming home. Mm. They knew they were at the window. You see that? She said it was so wild. It's because like you said, we're, we just, we're so into the phone or the TV about weather and all that stuff where they're just living their life according to nature and what they're feeling and sensing. And so their senses are more adapted to survival, right? And we don't really think like that. We're like, I hope I have my coffee machine, my coffee this morning, my wine at night. You know, we're all like, we're not really living for survival. And that's kind of how they're wired. You know, there's something interesting that I did read, though, about cats and and weather, that their inner ears actually may be able to detect a sudden fall in atmospheric pressure. Mm -hmm. So they might not know it's actually rain that's coming, but they might know they can sense that something in the atmosphere has changed. And that's the indicator. Absolutely. 100%. I'm sure it's true because like during the tsunami, how did all those animals get it? And they went away from the water. Mm. And so especially the cats that are outside, the indoor cats, you know, it's a little bit harder they're because a little they're indoors. Yeah, they're bougie. Yeah, they're they're a, a, little a, a different lifestyle. They are. <laughs> yes, but no, you know what? Pay attention to your pets because you could use them to indicate something, especially like an earthquake. Yeah. I know they can feel the changes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, we've also talked a lot about, and I think this is so fascinating, how your dogs or cats can also smell like the illnesses in your other animals or in other humans. And so I think that, you know, I used to get really mad at my dog for sniffing his brother's butt all the time, but his brother's been Mm -hmm. really sick. And Lisa was like, do not tell him not to do that. He might be really smelling something that's wrong with Bruno. So when you see your animals sniffing around, it's almost something that you should just allow them to do, right? I had a client whose dog uh, saved her life, kept sniffing her crotch and she was like what's up with that right she had ovarian cancer and she told me that if her dog hadn't you know done that she wouldn't have known because ovarian cancer is hard to detect Mm. and that's how they use you know they like i said their sense of smell is so much better than ours and they can determine when your blood sugar falls right they have those animals for that they have animals that can sniff out cancer cells in urine oh my dog my dog or my mom's dog knew when she had breast cancer a few years ago and she would just Mm. lay across her chest all the time yeah and she just knew it and and i tell you my dog knows when i get depressed my dog his mood kingston's mood will change and he'll get super super snuggly and cuddly and very uh, well behaved if i'm having a bad day 
So it's really, really interesting. I love this so much. Our, our dog also knows we'll be taking him on a walk, and if we go by another dog that might not be the nicest dog, our mm-hmm. Kingston will sort of veer to the side and stay away. And then as we get closer and the other dog starts to attack or bite or just kind of nip, we realize, oh, Kingston knew. Our dog knew before we did that was not a kind dog to be around. No, they sense, like, when I walk into an exam room, my energy either makes them react or makes them not react mm-hmm. because they're picking up on, what do they say, nonverbal clues, mm-hmm. even before I open my mouth, my, the way I stand, what I'm wearing, because they have to pay attention to all that. Mm. So it's a lesson for us, maybe, too, to just put the phone down, don't watch TV, try to be more in touch with the environment because... Um, that's part of life. You know, attune to your senses. And our pets are like emotional vitamins. So take them into the vet once a year, especially kitties. People don't take their cats to the vets. And then they wait till they're really sick. So... Um, you got to have the vet check them once a year because they age seven years. Mm-hmm. You got it, so, Doc Halligan. Uh, as mm-hmm. always, listen, there's never enough time. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. For more information, go to DocHalligan.com or you can always get her podcast unleashed wherever you get your podcast. Thank you so much again. Thanks, guys. All right, coming up more than ever, people are treating themselves and even opting for a more expensive option. Why is that? And should you be doing that? We'll talk about it coming up next. Good morning, Beat. Channel Q. Welcome back to the show. We're getting closer and closer to the most exciting moment of the morning. We're actually going to be calling one lucky winner to let them know they're heading to go see, uh, heading to go see, they're heading to see Ben Platt in concert in Orlando, October 6th. We're going to make that call at the end of this hour in about 15 minutes or so. So make sure you stick around for that. It's going to be our What's Poppin' this hour um uh, i just i hate to interrupt but mm-hmm. I, I just would like to say something in regards to the fine the last hour sure my sister-in-law called in to talk about checking teachers uh backgrounds mm. so my niece who's five was she obviously thinks i'm very famous because they listen to us on the radio right she then thought that my sister-in-law was very famous because then she heard her on the radio uh-oh so then she had a message for us natalia said she's a big fan of the music you guys play I said... That's your five-year-old niece's message? Mm-hmm. Okay. I said... We all said thank you, Natalia. She said, oh, well. Well, then, you're welcome. <laughs> Wait, shouldn't she be in school by now? She's heading there now, probably. Yeah, she's heading probably there now. They're nine. listening on the, in the car. Oh, I love it. Little psychopath. At least Natalia Gordon likes what we're serving. Well, Natalia Gordon's a little treat. She's a little schnoogie treat. Speaking of treats, more people are treating themselves now more than ever... And here's why. Two-thirds of Americans claim they have adopted a seize-the-day mindset ever since the onset of the pandemic. A one poll recently conducted, 2,000 Americans were interviewed, aged 21 and over, concluded that 64% are also living more in the moment, while 74% are more focused on the future compared to pre-pandemic times. That's really interesting. They're both living in the moment and moving on and looking to better times i think is what that means Uh, but what does it mean to treat yourself right i think it's different for everybody Mm. i think that 10 years ago i thought treating myself would be to like save up and buy my first designer bag and only designer bag i think this season of my life making this album making this music video having a big celebration for the album release That feels like treating myself. That's real. Do you know what the average cost of a treat yourself moment in America is? No. 
$83. Why? Say $83 on average is what you might spend on. And you got to think that's like a nice steak dinner and some wine, or that's like a, 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 a mid range dinner and a movie. That is a nice, yeah, your pet manicure done. That is go to the spa and get a nice little. 45, 50 minute massage for 80 bucks. I feel like that's around that price, right? Right. And those are ways that people definitely treat themselves. I struggle with this and I'm also really good at it. I go back and forth between thinking, well, on one hand, I've earned this. I deserve it, right? But on the other hand, I'm like, "Ah, I've got some bills I could pay off, a credit card here I could pay off, maybe my student loans, I could be more responsible. But what the pandemic has shown me is that what does responsible mean exactly? Full-on corporations in our country, big pharma, all sorts of different corporations are making so much money off of irresponsible practices. Yet the individual are expected to be, you know, we're expected to go pay $7.80 a gallon for gas and, and then go be responsible somewhere else when other corporations are making all this money, right? So... I think that I've become a little more comfortable saying tomorrow's not promised. I don't know if I'm going to be here five years from now. So I want to enjoy today because the pandemic has made things scary. Yeah. Do you feel that? Do you feel like like we're a little bit uncertain about the future? So it's a little more it makes it a little easier to just enjoy the present. I do. I think that also treating yourself could just be a Starbucks. Like I feel like we've also gotten to this place of sort of like a gluttonous place. Mm -hmm. And, And I have also where we're like, oh, I deserve this. And it's like way out of your budget. And it's like, or it's a, it's very expensive. And like, you can still tote with being responsible and with, you know, treating yourself. It doesn't always have to be a ginormous price. Sometimes treating yourself could be having a mental health day and just taking yourself to the beach. Like it doesn't always have to cost. Mm-hmm. And I think that we see it a lot on even housewives. They're, they're like, oh, I deserve this. $20,000 bag. Birkin bag, yeah. Yeah. And it's like, I'm sure you do. You could also just wait until holiday and also treat yourself by having like a massage. Yeah. Or get a, get a cute bag at Target and then donate some money to help somebody, a family in need. I mean, yeah. Like, yeah and mean, if you want to spend sure, it, spend it. Sure. I just, I do, I think that there has been a blurred line one that I have found myself in where I'm like, I'm just going to treat myself. And it's like, Girl, a Starbucks is a treat. Like, mm. we can also back, we can simmer down a little bit. Yeah. I'm going to get Starbucks. The Morning Beat with AJ Gibson and Michaela Gordon. Channel Q. All right, Michaela, it's time for another round of What's Poppin'. But if you're okay with this, uh, I think we could change it up. Is that oh, okay? a million percent. Because recently we did a giveaway uh, to go see Ben Platt on tour in Orlando, October 6th. Yes, we did. Uh, round trip airfare for two, two-night hotel stay, $200 gift card, all kinds of stuff, right? But we don't know who the winner is. We don't know. Well, well we know. Yeah. But the winner doesn't know, and we're going to call him right now. Eee. Hello? Hello, is Mercedes there, please? Yes. This Mercedes? Yeah. Mercedes listens to the morning beat on Channel oh, Q. Oh, hello, Mercedes. Hello. <laughs> Thank you for listening to our show. Yeah. I, just out of the blue, we're just checking in on some of our listeners right now. How are you doing today? 
I'm doing well. How are you? Yeah, we're we're, we're doing we're, great. We're, we're excited about Ben Platt. Yeah, Ben Platt. He's uh he's gonna he's he's taking his tour national right now. He's going to be in Orlando October sixth. Yeah, I don't know if you knew that or not. Um, but do you have do you have plans that weekend? <laughs> October. I- I have no idea, but probably not. You think you're probably free? Oh, maybe. Okay, well, I'm uh, ju- just asking uh, if you are free that weekend. In yeah, fact, in the case that you have like a friend or yeah, something. Mercedes, where are you located, by the way? Where do you, where are you right now? Where do you live? Um, I'm like bouncing around, but I'm currently in Boston. You're Boston. in Boston. Okay, so here's the really great thing. Boston has an airport. Yes, it right? does have an airport. That's also, wild. Also, does, yeah. Orlando also has an airport. Oh, interesting. 2022. Well, Technology is wild whoa. these days. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that part of this, like seeing Ben Platt, you could just have like a round trip yeah. uh, for you and a friend taken care of. So, Mercedes, wow. basically what we're saying to you is here at Channel Q on the Morning Beat, we'd like to give you and a guest, uh, we'd like to cover round trip airfare for two, uh, a two-night hotel stay, two tickets to see Ben Platt's show, and $200 in spending money. How does that make you feel? Yes. Uh- Wow, I'm like speechless. That's awesome. <laughs> wow. Mercedes, you're going to see wow. Ben Platt with a buddy. It's going to be amazing. You also get a $200 gift card. It's going to be taken care of. Ben Platt is amazing in concert. And it's all because you listen to two incredibly famous, very, very talented, very funny morning hosts. Yes. People. It's, that's <laughs> yeah, really no, what it absolutely. is. Absolutely. Every day, yeah. You do listen to us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would hope so. I mean, you did enter to win Could you this imagine? contest. She's like, who is this? Have you ever? Are you a fan of Ben Platt? Have you seen him on Broadway or seen seen him do a show before? I have not. I I, I listened to his new album a bit ago, um, but no, I've never I've never seen him in person. So he's, I'm I'm pumped. This is awesome. He's wildly talented. Yeah. Do you have any idea who you're going to bring with you? Um, I do. Yeah, I'd probably bring my girlfriend. Yeah. Okay. I love it. Well, Mercedes, thank you for listening to The Morning Beat. Because of your loyalty, you're going to see Ben Platt in October. You're bringing your girlfriends. And we're so thankful that you listen to us in the mornings. Oh, this is this made my week. Thank you so much. <laughs> yes. Thank you. The Morning Beat. Channel Q. Come on, Break My Soul Queen's Mix. I love Beyonce and Madonna, the collaboration mm. we never knew we needed. The vibe, honey. So grateful. Uh, speaking of women... Uh, some wives and girlfriends who like to serve their husbands or boyfriends are bragging about quitting jobs to, quote, do the cleaning, raise his babies and scratches back to sleep. Some people are saying that they're oppressed, but they're hitting back and saying, listen, I understand uh, that this idea of being a submissive woman or a submissive wife, uh, which are which are a couple of hashtags that are trending on social media, by the way, uh, might not be for everyone, but for us... We love it. Are they, are they, do you think, actually living up to like feminist ideals by doing this, by being this sort of a partner? Um, Or are they modern women who have just made, you know, a choice that we should just all respect? What do you think is going on here? You know, normally, and everyone knows this, I would never be a quote-unquote submissive wife to a man or a woman. I That's not for me. However, looking at this article, I think these women should be allowed to do whatever they want to do. I feel like they have created a partnership that they feel comfortable in. If they've decided that they choose to stay home, raise their children, 
make dinner, and then the husband comes home from working, and they've got this. You know, as long as the husband is respectful, and、yes. as long as there's equality when it comes to like needs and nurturing, and both are getting satisfied, and you know, I think the problem that I have with men ruling the roost, quote unquote, is that men made all the rules. Men got sex when they wanted. Men、mm. came in like cavemen, and that like bothered me because I didn't feel like. During those times, women were respected, nor were their opinions.、Mm-hmm. But if the husband is treating his woman、uh, well, and she feels like she's being treated well, and it's equal, girl, live your life, grow your babies. Well, one TikToker over in the UK is 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 stirring all sorts of controversy. Her name is Mrs. Pocket Watch, and in her recent TikTok, she says things like, "Yes, I do all the cooking. Yes, I do all the cleaning. I also grow his babies." And some women are are saying. The argument is: We've come so far. We've worked so hard to not just cook and clean and raise children. Why are you doing this? It's it, it's 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 the antithesis okay, of the feminist movement. But let me say this because it'll put you in a safer spot, and I'll take the the heat for this. If you're not going to cook or clean, who's going to do it? Like you also can't live in a house where you just don't cook or clean. Oh wow, yeah, I'm glad I didn't say that. But do you know what no, I'm I saying? You, I hear you. Like that's ridiculous. We've come so far to not have to cook and clean. Okay, babe. Well, even if you're single, you have to cook and well, clean. Well, do you think that we have a unique perspective because you're in a relationship with a woman and I'm in one with a man? So we've had to create our own relationship. We've had to. We don't fall into sort of gender stereotypes and norms. We figure out who does what, when, and why. But that's my point. Even when I was with a man, he would cook and I would clean. The job has to get、mm-hmm. done either way. Yeah. So it's 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 a very privileged thing to be like we've come so far, and for you to want to serve your man. I hear that. Guess what?、Some、But also, what do you want to live like、yeah. a slob? You gotta clean. Some women don't want to go work sixty-hour work weeks at an office and break their backs over. They'd rather stay home and take care of the and family. And listen, I'm not that bitch, honey. Yeah. But there are women I, that I know. I am though, kind of. And that's and okay. And, I, and here's the thing: in my relationship, and I remember being explained this years ago at a church I used to attend because I was always like, ugh. Wives should submit to their husbands, and the way that the pastor explained it was,、well, she submits to the husband only after the husband has submitted to her, right? Letting her know that hey, I've got you covered no matter what. I support you. Then allows her the freedom to submit to the husband as well. And I'm on board with that because a relationship takes work. It is a partnership. I've been married、work. for two months, and it has been an interesting sort of transition. It's been fantastic, but also it is different than dating. It has been for me so far. I love to cook and clean. I love doing anything for my man that can take the pressure off of him, so that he can go live his best yeah, life. Yeah, I mean that's how Lisa's been. Listen, I would not have been able to make this album and work the way that I do if it wasn't for Lisa. Sure, of course, Lisa makes sure everything, and not because she's my bitch, not because she's not respected. She sees where like I'm working extra hard right now,、yeah. so she would like to make it easier well, for me. And I'm also the type, and I think you kind of, in some ways, are as well. I don't think you would ever give up your music, but if my husband were to bank a big gig and he could pay for our lifestyle for the rest of our lives and not worry about it, and we decided to have kids, I'd be a stay-at-home dad in a heartbeat. I would give up my career. I love my career. I would give it up in a heartbeat to raise a family and support my husband if, if, if he was the one who was having the success. So, like in that way, am I the woman? Am I the wife? 
But why does it have to be feminine or masculine? Exactly. You know, so that's what I, yeah. I think that we are making the same point. And I think that the point is if a relationship is being treated with respect, with kindness, with compassion and love, then that's their business. But if you and I were to ever get together, you'd be definitely doing the cooking and the cleaning. Maybe not the the cooking. Honey, I would be the man in this relationship. (laughs) Let me hold you. Come here, baby. (laughs) Tell me something good. I'll tell you something good. So we didn't get to this the other day, but this audio is just too good not to share. This comes from the uh, MTV BMAs that took place on Sunday night. Uh, Billy Eichner. God love him. God love Billy Eichner. He's not on the streets anymore. He's uh, between the sheets. He's got a new uh, film out on Netflix, I believe. Uh, And he is very much advocating for our community uh, during a speech he gave at the award show. Take a listen. And I need you all there in theaters on September 30th because we need to show all the homophobes like Clarence Thomas and all the homophobes on the Supreme Court that we want gay love stories. And we support LGBTQ people. And we are not letting them drag us back into the last century because they are in the past and bros is the future. Are you with me, BMA? He is so... He's about to make a run for the presidency. I feel like he's a politician. I love it. He's so extra. I will never forget. It's my favorite video. And I hope you know what I'm talking about where he's interviewing some lady on the streets and she goes, oh, what is this? Some little like show? And he's like, uh, yeah, like my show. And she's like, what is this on like online? He was like, what is it like on television? And they start dragging <laughs> each other. He's so funny, so dramatic and I love it. All right, this story is amazing. Uh, astronaut Nicole Anapu Mann is set to become the first Native American woman in space when NASA launches its new crew to the International Space Station this fall. Mann will serve as commander on the SpaceX Crew 5 mission and will be joined by three others. Astronaut and pilot Josh Kasada, astronaut Koichi Wakata from the, Jap- uh, from the Japan Aerospace Exploration Agency and Russian Cosmonaut Anna Kikina. She said, I feel like I think in one word, just absolutely excited. That's got to be so exciting because I also feel like just being the first woman to do anything feels so long overdue. But then to also represent like Native American women who have been so poorly treated for so long and never get acknowledged. That's got to be a big deal for her and her community. Yes, and they're also called cosmonauts. Cosmonauts! I was going to say cosplay, and then I was like, girl, do You're like cosmonauts. I'm like, she has no idea what she's talking about right now. (laughs) But you know what cosmonauts are? No! Russian astronauts. Okay, why can't they just be astronauts? The cosmic. It's what they call them. Not everybody in the world calls things what we call it. We're just America, and we think we're the best. Cosmonauts. Yeah, although we are better than Russia. Well, (laughs) all right, that's the end of our show. As always, thank you so much for listening. Uh, We have a great show for you tomorrow in Red, White, and Q. Also, uh, for today, you can stick around. We've got Let's Go There with Shira and Ryan, and then on Loveline. Dr. Chris is talking about sexual health myths, what you need to know and what's really just a myth. So as always, thank you so much for listening. Stick around for three hours of curated music just for you, and we'll see you tomorrow. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. 
Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 